episode of Outtakes. Today, I'm joined by Max Siegelman. He's our director of social at Outfront, and today he's going to talk about our influencer platform. Thanks, Lindsay. So I think one of the first things to talk about and kick this off is why influencers at Outfront, and most importantly, why influencers when it comes to out of home? Uh, so I think the biggest thing for us is we obviously drive uh, offline impressions, but we want to be able to start driving uh, using social influencers, targeted online impressions uh, with our clients who are already using uh, out of home. Um, so connecting big brands and small brands to the right influencer in the right place at the right time uh, to increase awareness um, and amplify the message that they are using on out of home, though sometimes it may not uh, be working with the out of home, um, but the majority of the time, that's what we will be pushing. For context, for everyone listening, what are some good examples of the types of clients that you think would be a good fit for pairing up their out of home relationship with influencers? Yeah, so I think it's a across the board. Um, like I said, big and small. So there's tons of huge brands who are using out of home and influencers uh, in silos, whether it's Coca Cola or Samsung. Um, or even on a smaller end, it's smaller brands that fall under JCPenney or Walgreens. Um, so to start that conversation with the clients direct and to start it with um, the agency partners and having them understand the relationship between uh, out-of-home and social influencers. That's great, and I think really helps give a little more background. So while we're on the topic of giving the background of influencers, for everyone listening, we're obviously so many of us are engaged on social media and through any kind of media really that we're consuming, and the word influencer gets thrown thrown around quite a bit. So when we're really thinking about what influencers are, could you define that a little bit and sort of explain why you think that our platform is unique? Yes, I think there's two parts of it. I think uh, I think there's like a few stats that really play into the impact that influencers make. Uh, on their followers or just on people in general. Um, and that's 49% of people say that they rely on influencers' recommendations when they're making a purchase decision. So if they're going to go with product A or B and all of a sudden they see their favorite influencer or someone that they follow on social media uh, posting about a certain product, they're probably going to sway more towards that. Um, so I think th- that number there is, is pretty aggressive. And then I think 80% of marketers find influencers effective uh, also makes sense with the stat from Nielsen last year saying that one in four people uh, take a picture to out of home and post it to Instagram, which is a, a pretty significant number. So I think the relationship between out of home and social, especially for social influencers, is that content that they can create with the brand in an offline uh, scenario and bring it back online. I think that's a really great point that really dovetails been against so much of what we talk about on the podcast and just as a company in terms of how out-of-home is being used to generate content for brands, for people, both influencers and the everyday person alike. Um, But what I do think is kind of interesting is that in the media today, there is so much conversation about how influencers work, the value of them, and how how it can actually drive business for a brand. So when we think about our offering, I know that we leverage micro-influencers. We can also offer relationships with very big influencers but what's great about that too is that so much of the conversation today is that big celebrities have value but so do these micro influencers so with our products how does that all work yeah so we're actually launching with um with two different uh products so one is going to be sold at a cpm base and the other one is going to be more of a custom package 
where the custom one you'll be able to uh, actually say which influencers directly you'd like to use. So a client might come to us and say, we have this list of five influencers that we definitely want to get in touch with and talk about being a part of our campaign. Uh, and sometimes we'll get clients, they'll say we want uh, a list of influencers from you guys that we would curate um, that hits this specific audience in this specific location. And then this way we can give them back some options and those influencers can then opt in once the uh, client has given a thumbs up uh, on the influencers that we've provided. Um, so the two different products uh, are obviously gonna be priced out a little bit different. Like I said, you'll have the CPM package and then we'll also, of, of networked, and then we'll also have the custom package where you can work with the specific influencers that you wanna work with. So if I am listening today and I think that I have a client that this would be great for and I wanna figure out how we either bring influencers to them or know that they're using influencers and we're trying to get them to buy out of home or the other way around, um, what's the process like? Yeah, so this time around, uh, we do have an influencer request form uh, that makes it a little bit easier for uh, our sales force to go out and actually have somewhat of an outline of questions to ask our clients, whether it's about target demo uh, or if they're currently running an out-of-home campaign and how they would foresee it working with the influencers, uh, what some of their KPIs are. So some guideline questions that helps, uh, again, the salespeople in that conversation, regardless of uh, how much knowledge you have on influencers and then be able to give it back to the social team to start curating that uh, list of influencers for the clients. So based on the plan uh, that the client selects and the AE talks to them about, uh, my team, the social team, provide a plan back uh, back to them, whether it's the CPM route uh, with the network or it's the specific influencers in the custom package. Uh, and then again, the clients will get the approval um, once a contract's in, and then if it's a network package, the uh, influencers that are selected, the clients can review the list, eliminate any influencers that they would definitely not want to work with, and then give the rest of the list uh, to the influencers and have them opt in based on their budget. Um, and then we do give a lot of content creation um, responsibilities to the influencers themselves. They create content that obviously hits their audience that they know that they're going to want to engage with. Um, so we do give a lot of creative responsibility to the influencers themselves and obviously the clients will get the final approval on it um, but we'll send over to the influencers uh, a list, a bullet point list of things that we either want them to talk about or hit on or list in their comment. Um, so we do have them work on that part and then again we'll align it back to uh, the client for, for the final approval and schedule it out during the flight. Uh, I think the biggest difference, another difference between the inf buying influencers and buying out of home is you're not buying influencers for a full four-week flight. You're buying them for uh, X amount of posts throughout the flight, uh, or it might even just be one post. So I think that's also something to think about that's a little bit different. Um, so figuring out where within that flight uh, you're going to want them to post or interact with the campaign. Um, so I think that that's that last point. And then within 24 and 48 hours of um, of those posts going up, we'll be able to report back some metrics and data for the clients to see. This is great. I think it's a really great primer. It'll help everyone listening be able to be armed with the right information to go out to their clients and talk to them about the opportunity to pair their out-of-home buys with influencers. 
when we give back that reporting to clients, what what are those metrics that they get? And then what are some great categories that we can immediately start going after because we think that they're a strong fit for influencers? Yeah, so we're obviously for the CPM route, we're paying for impressions. So you obviously see the impressions, the views, so how many people saw the posts. And then we'll also give the engagement, so how many people liked or shared or commented or reposted that content. And then if it pertains to the particular campaign, if it's an Instagram swipe up, uh, to a website or to a direct link um, or to download an app, we'll be able to show those clicks and downloads. Um, I think some of the top categories are actually great for us. Uh, I think a lot of the top categories um, for brands working with influencers and hot, uh, and hot topics in or hot categories in out of home uh, overlap. So I think CPG, DTC, uh, definitely entertainment, travel. Uh, beauty, which you see a lot with like the Kylie Jenner products and using influencers, um, even tech and sports. Um, and then obvious ones I think are, are fashion, lifestyle, health, fitness, luxury, um, and those things we see a lot. Um, probably if you were even just to scroll through your Instagram feed, you'd see a lot of uh, posts for that. But again, it's also a hot category in out of home. So the crossover is, is definitely uh, a good time for us. This was really great and really helpful. So thank you, Max. Um, one other final thing is because influencers are such a new idea for people within the out-of-home industry, I think that people, we live with influencers, we see them on our social media, but thinking about how they engage with other media formats is a new, it's sort of one step beyond um, traditional thinking. So with that in mind, what is one thing you would say to anyone listening as like the big thing to know when you're thinking about influencers? Yeah, I think when you're buying influencers, it's more than just the number of impressions that you're buying for X amount. I think it's the impressions that you're getting, but also agency and then a buying agency. What we're doing here is getting, getting this individual to be a part of the campaign, being associated with the brand and also creating really good, engaging content for their audience, uh, as a part of this entire campaign. I think one thing that I think about as I was listening to this, and I hope it resonated with everyone else listening, is that what's exciting about influencers is that when we think about our own behaviors in daily life, we are, I personally at least, am so reactive to what I see in social media. So knowing the brands I'm working with are using out of home, which is such a trusted format, and then also pairing it with the types of people I might follow or anyone might follow will really allow people to have that additional trust and that additional exposure to your brand that will create more ROI, which is what everyone is here for anyway. So with that in mind, Max, thank you for joining today. And to everyone listening, thank you. Until next time, over and out.